Good morning. It's Wednesday and it is March 29th. I am sitting at the New Orleans airport waiting for my flight. I had to change flights at the last minute this morning due to an alarm issue. So I'm on a later flight and I have a very long travel day today. So just thought I'd come on here, take a few minutes to uh, talk a little bit about the joy and the, the happiness rekindling. So I think in an earlier episode, I talked about the idea of rediscovering joy and actually needing to carve out time for joy and I also think it's about giving yourself permission for joy. I attended uh, a number of sessions over the last few days at the conference that were around uh, positive psychology, appreciative inquiry, they were around coaching and uh, emotional intelligence and mindfulness, all the things that uh, you know we know are important, and yet we struggle so, so, so much to give ourselves permission to spend time focusing on them and I connected with a woman actually after one of the sessions and went and introduced myself during the session she put up her hand because we were talking about the inner critic so everyone has one right we all have a voice that we hear internally that talks trash to us that um, speaks really negatively to us. It's there to protect us and keep us safe, but it turns into a problem when it's talking to us and telling us we're not worthy or we're not good enough or tells us all kinds of negative things like you're stupid you're an idiot everyone's voice is a little bit different and and what the dialogue is but we all have it and the session was talking about naming or finding a caricature or a character from a movie or comic or something that you can visualize that is representing your inner critic so my inner critic I have labeled as Cruella DeVille. Um, but this woman, getting back to her, she raised her hand and she said, what do you do if the only voice you hear inside is the inner critic? And I thought, wow, um, that's a really tough headspace to be in. And then to raise your hand and be vulnerable enough to share that with, with folks. And then she also raised her hand later when we were um, asked to make some commitments and she 
you know, the facilitator asked if anyone wanted to share their commitment because sharing a commitment makes you more likely to do the commitment. So my one commitment was uh, to meditate 10 minutes a day, a minimum of 10 minutes a day for the next three months because I know that I need that time to make the habit, to build that habit. So I'm going to be committing to that. I missed yesterday, so I'm owning that. But she raised her hand and she said her commitment initially that she wrote down was to walk more. And then she said she had to cross out more and she just had to put a period because she said she's not walking at all. And the pain gets to her and her mobility is challenged. And then she said she even crossed out that and she just said she commits to moving. So I went and chatted with her and I, I said, you know, you sharing both your commitment and your issue with your inner critic, I said, that's huge. Being able to raise your hand and, and openly share with a room full of strangers um, that that's where you're at. I said, I, I know how hungry you must be for change and to um, want to feel and experience life differently. So we exchanged contact information. I asked her if she wanted an accountability buddy and she said yes. So later on in the conference, we went out for lunch. We had a really great discussion and she said, I don't own a pair of running shoes. Would you help me shop for running shoes this afternoon? Do you have time? And I did because I didn't have a, a session because we were on our lunch break. And so we, sorry, there's a dog barking in the background. Um, so we, after lunch, went to Foot Locker, which was just a block away. Um, and we spent quite a bit of time there and she tried on a whole bunch of shoes. She said that the only walking shoes she had were hiking boots that she bought and they never made it out of the box. They're still sitting at home in the box. And she said to me, I'm buying these shoes and I'm using them tomorrow. Well, lo and behold, when I saw her later that day in a later session, she had her walking shoes on. She had the running shoes on. She was already using them and I was so happy for her. So this is a woman who, you know, she, she knew that she needed to make changes. She wanted to make changes. She's been suffering depression. She's been struggling to leave her house. Um, when I met up with her for lunch, she told me that leaving the hotel uh, to go with me for lunch was the first time she had left the hotel during the entire conference, um, which just blew my mind. Like, I just was stunned. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I wanted to share and say, making a commitment and verbalizing that commitment is so, so, so powerful. 
and then asking and accepting accountability and community makes all the difference. We talked a lot about hiding and, you know, that, that being invisible because um, it's comfortable. And I shared with her that, you know, so much of my past, I wasn't able to share. I didn't share openly. Not that I wasn't able to. Of course I was able to. Um, but I kept a lot inside of, of how much I was struggling, unless I was at my therapist um, or talking to somebody really close to me. But even then, even then, I don't think I openly shared how challenging things were on the inside for me. And, you know, many, many years ago now at this point, my husband said to me, I, you know, he said, I feel like I have sucked the joy out of you. You, you are not the person that I first met. And that was really, really hard to hear. And I also said he wasn't responsible for anything. He didn't suck the joy out of me. I allowed the joy to disappear. Sure, there were fleeting moments and times where I experienced happiness and contentment and joy and all of that. But again, in the day-to-day -day life, I just allowed myself to get swept up into the grind. That grind culture and productivity culture and you gotta do more, you gotta be more, you gotta get more, all of that really, really was damaging. It was damaging to me, it was damaging to my family, damaging to my colleagues and my coworkers. It's not, it's not healthy to be in that space. So, yeah, this, this is huge to make that realization, make that adjustment, make that commitment. And it takes practice and it takes reminders. It takes being, giving myself grace. It absolutely 100% takes community and that community is what helps and keeps me accountable. And, you know, I, I obviously went into my journey wanting and knowing I needed to lose some weight, which I was able to do. But man, have I gained so, so much more than shedding those pounds. Again, the mindset shift, the energy shift, the rekindling and rediscovering joy, the building of the community. It's just, uh, it's been life-changing. So I hope that I can provide that to my new friend, Joyce. 
Uh, and I also hope I can continue to support and be there for, for others who are in my community. And, you know, it's growing. And if this is something that you need and you are recognizing could use, don't hide. Don't, don't sort of listen to this and say someday. Today can be your day. Monday, we're starting a new program, 21 Day Fix relaunch. I would absolutely love to have you join us and be part of that. And even if you don't join by Monday, it's no problem. You can join at any point. Reach out. You know how to reach me. Take good care, everybody.